Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Quiet Lakes. Tonight, we'll read the next part to the classic children's story Heidi, published in 1881 by Swiss author Johanna Spiri. If you'd like to start from the beginning, go to snoozecast.com series to listen to this continuing story in order. In the previous episode, the doctor visits Heidi on the mountain. He brings many gifts from home, but Heidi is at first saddened that he has not brought her friend Clara for this visit. Still, the doctor has his own recovering to do from his own personal grief. He finds solace and beauty on the alpine slopes with grandfather, Heidi, and their friends. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep Most of the good doctor's days were spent with Heidi. The two would sit together on the child's favorite spot, and Peter 
quite subdued behind them. Heidi had to recite the verses as she had done the first day and entertain him with all the things she knew. At last, the beautiful month of September was over. One morning, the doctor came up with a sadder face than usual. The time had come for him to go back to Frankfurt, and great was the uncle's sadness at that news. Heidi herself could hardly realize that her loving friend, whom she had been seeing every day, was really leaving. The doctor himself was loath to go, for the Alp had become as a home to him. But it was necessary for him to go, and, shaking hands with the grandfather, he said goodbye, Heidi going along with him a little way. Hand in hand, they wandered down till the doctor stood still. Then, caressing Heidi's curly hair, he said, Now I must go, Heidi. I wish I could take you along with me to Frankfurt. At those words, all the rows and rows of houses and streets, Miss Roddenmeyer and Tinette rose before Heidi's eyes. Hesitating a little, she said, I should like it better if you would come to see us again. I believe that will be better. Now, farewell, said the friendly gentleman. When they shook hands, his eyes filled with tears. Turning quickly, he hurried off. Heidi, standing on the same spot, looked after him. What kind eyes he had, but they had been full of tears. All of a sudden, she began to cry bitterly and ran after her friend, calling with all her might, but interrupted by her sobs. Oh, doctor, doctor. Looking round, he stood still and waited till the child had reached him. Her tears came rolling down her cheeks while she sobbed. I'll come with you to Frankfurt, and I'll stay as long as ever you want me to. But first, I must see Grandfather. No, no, dear child, he said affectionately. Not at once. You must remain here. I don't want you to get ill again. But if I should get sick and lonely and ask you to come to me, would you come and stay with me?